everyone, my name is Natalie and I'm a huge Toronto Maple Leafs fan. This is my first episode of my new podcast, Natalie's Corner. I will be recording episodes on every Leafs game to highlight my favorite moments and offer some game analysis. So let's get into some pregame stats. Tonight, April 7th, the Leafs will be going head-to-head with the Montreal Canadian. Who doesn't love a great original six rivalry? Just two hours prior to the game, the Leafs announced that William Nylander will not be playing tonight due to being exposed to a potential case of COVID-19, which means Alexander Barabanov will take his place. The starting goalies for tonight's game are Jake Allen for the Canadians and Jack Campbell for the Leafs. Jack Campbell has the chance to go 10-0-0 tonight, as well as setting a Leafs franchise record. Let's get into the game now. Less than one minute in, Austin Matthews scores an absolute beauty assisted by Ilya Mikheyev and Zach Hyman. Coming around the net, making that his 28th goal of the season. About a minute later, Corey Perry scores for the Montreal Canadiens, assisted by Nick Suzuki and Joel Edmondson, making it 1-1. Later in the period, the Leafs go on a power play. Then they go on another power play, making it 5-on-3. But Montreal did a great job killing that penalty and not giving the Leafs many chances. The shots on goal in the first period were 13-7 in favor of the Leafs. But now, there is some breaking news that happened in the middle of the first period in the NHL. With the trade deadline coming up on Monday, April 12th, a massive trade happened between the New York Islanders and the New Jersey Devils. New Jersey just traded Kyle Palmieri and Travis Zajac for AJ Green, Mason Jabas, a 2021 first-round pick, as well as a conditional 2022 fourth-round pick. New Jersey is also retaining 50% of Palmer's and Zajac's salary. That's a huge move. So far, it has been a quiet and slow start into the second period, with Montreal putting on lots of pressure to the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Maple Leafs generating a few chances, but goaltender Jake Allen has been looking pretty sharp in this second period. What a rare occasion it was to see Matthews heading to the penalty box. When the Leafs have trouble scoring on their power play, you know their penalty kill can get it done and kill off penalties. After killing a penalty, Leafs seem to have gained some momentum and generating great chances. After scoring the second period, the shots were 17-4 in favor of the Canadians. I think this third period is going to be quite a treat to watch. Off to the third period. The Leafs are off to a great start, generating lots of chances. A few minutes in, TJ Brody scores his first goal as a Maple Leaf, putting the Leafs up 2-1. TJ Brody's goal was assisted by Alexander Barabanov and Wayne Simmons, with great forward checking by Engolf to get the puck off the boards to Simmons, then across to Barabanov, then to Brody, who shoots it past Jake Allen. You can't help but to feel so happy for TJ Brody, making lots of crucial plays in the defensive zone. Montreal is now applying lots of pressure after the goal by ringing one off the crossbar. Hyman scores after Matthews starts to play in our zone, causing a 3-on-2, passing it to Martin, and he finds Hyman. He shoots it up and over Allen's pass, making a 3-1 game for the Leafs. Zach Hyman's goal was assisted by Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. Montreal is now putting on lots of pressure on the Leafs after allowing two goals going in. Montreal is coming on a 2-on-1 with Dermot diving and tripping Corey Perry, so Montreal heads straight to the power play. The Leafs kill off Montreal's second power play of the night with Montreal not being able to get into their zone and set up their power goalie, making it very difficult for them to score. Now, with two minutes left in the game, they pull their goalie for an empty net. Montreal is putting on a tremendous amount of pressure on the Leafs. Goalie Jack Campbell makes a great save. Then on the rebound, Corey Perry jams it home, making it 3-2 for the Leafs. Perry's goal was assisted by Josh Anderson and Tyler Toffoli. With 30 seconds to go, 
in the game, Hyman blocks a crucial shot. And the Leafs win 3-2 over the Montreal Canadiens. Jack Campbell completes a 10-0-0 record, making 32 saves tonight. You can't help but feel so happy for him, making a Leafs franchise record and tying the record in the NHL with Carey Price winning 10 games in a row. Coming off that win, making his record 10-0-0, and just seeing his post-game interview getting teary-eyed and all the teammates lining up, hugging him, smiling. Good vibes all around. Like seeing Mitch Marner hugging him, counting on his hands, all the wins, and just smiles all around. Like even in the pregame interview with Matthews, saying that he was a great addition to the team, he just makes everyone feel better. A superstar like Matthews, talking about a backup goalie like that, you just can't help but feel so happy. Now for some post-game stats. The total shots were 34 to 32 in favor of the Montreal Canadiens. The block shots were in favor of the Toronto Maple Leafs, 20 to 16. The hits were in favor of the Montreal Canadiens, 20 to 12, and the faceoffs were 30 to 24 in favor of the Montreal Canadiens. The first power play of the game went to the Toronto Maple Leafs against the Canadiens for too many men on the ice. Then the Toronto Maple Leafs got their second chance at the power play with Josh Evans going to the penalty box for slashing. Then in the second period, Austin Matthews got a roughing penalty, which we rarely see. And then in the third period, Dermot goes to the penalty box for tripping. And I know what you might be saying. Two penalties on each side. Two power plays for each team. Well, yeah. Now the NHL is making the refs do even up penalties. Like, what is that? I know many fans are upset with the way the refing has gone this season. Not calling stuff and then calling really stupid stuff that is, like, barely there. Well, in all effort, the NHL is trying to do evening up penalties. So, you know, if the Leafs get, like, three power plays in the first period, you know that the Leafs are going to have to kill three penalties in the next period. And I've heard mixed emotions on this. Like, why didn't they call this and why did they call that? Who knows? They're just trying to even up the penalties. But to me, the game of hockey is not about evening up the penalties. And now for a look at the current standings. If the playoffs started today, the Leafs would play the Habs in the first round. Wouldn't that be a treat to see? Watching this game, just all the ups and downs, the excitement, especially in the third period. Imagine that, but in playoffs with more hits, more physicality, and everything. Just a whole new layer. Anyways, now back to COVID. We know Lee Lander didn't play due to a potential COVID-19 case. But the Vancouver Canucks have had an outbreak with 21 players and four staffs testing positive. Well, how does this affect the North Division with playoffs just a month away? To me, since Vancouver is still in isolation, I don't know how much time they're going to have to fit in all their games, especially with this cramped season, playing backs-to-backs. It's going to be very hard. It's not going to be very easy. So maybe they'll postpone playoffs. Who knows? There's a bunch of unknowns surrounding this topic right now. Well, the Leafs are still supposed to play the Vancouver Canucks six times, I believe. We'll see what happens. With the Vancouver Canucks outbreak, my personal opinion is I think that they should the Leafs should postpone the playoffs by another week. We know they already postponed the playoffs by a week due to an outbreak that happened between the U.S. teams. Now let's take a look at the standings. The Leafs are in first place on, in the North Division with 57 points. After Edmonton winning, they're coming up close on the standings, just seven points behind. 
They're our closest competitor. If the Leafs keep winning, we'll just keep pushing ourselves ahead in the standings, making it harder and harder for the Edmonton Oilers and Winnipeg Jets to catch up to us because the Leafs have a few games in hand over those two teams. If Colorado loses tonight, the Leafs will still be in first place in the whole league, not just in the North Division, in the whole league. Wow, isn't that a sight to see? In editing, Colorado lost to the Minnesota Wild 8-3. The Leafs are now first in their division and first in the league. We'll see for how long they can hold out. But tomorrow night, the Winnipeg Jets and the Montreal Canadiens face off. I know I'm a Leafs fan and I can't believe I'm saying this, but we want Montreal to win because otherwise Winnipeg Jets will be closing in on the standings. But Montreal is further behind than the Jets are, especially that we don't play until Saturday night versus Ottawa again. Let's talk about Freddie Anderson. We know Frederick Anderson is out with an injury on IR. But we don't know his timeline. But what we can tell you is that today, Sheldon Keith said it is not a season-ending injury. So maybe he's coming back in a week. Maybe he's coming back just in time for playoffs. But who knows? But at this rate, Campbell's looking great. So I'll be happy if Campbell stays in our net and plays like this. As long as, his, as Campbell's injury does not progress and push him back further. Because as we've seen in previous weeks, Campbell has played, kind of provoked his injury a bit, and had to take a night off and not even been the backup goalie. So if Campbell gets hurt and Anderson is still hurt, our two top goalies are out, which would be disappointing with the playoffs coming up in about a month. And now for my MVP of tonight's game, I would have to give it to Austin Matthews. Scoring less than a minute into the game, Austin Matthews continues to improve his game, not just in the offensive zone, but also in the defensive zone. Like that second goal that happened was all Austin Matthews coming in from the defensive zone, making great defensive play and bringing the puck up. And it's great to see his wrist is getting better. We know he was injured with his wrist injury, but it's great to see his superstar wrist shot coming back and scoring like that. Coming off this win over the Montreal Canadiens, the Leafs will now look to face the Ottawa Senators on Saturday, April 10th. A preview for that game. We have the leaders of both teams, which is Brady Kachuk, Thomas Chabot for the Ottawa Senators, and Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner for the Maple Leafs. I think if the Maple Leafs can touch down Brady Kachuk, because he's one of the most offensive powers on their team, as well as Tim Stutzler, who we all know is a great rookie in the league right now. know there's a lot of speculation going on about the trade deadline. With the trade deadline on Monday coming up, I know many Leafs fans who want to see Taylor Hall from the Buffalo Sabres come to Toronto. And I have mixed emotions about that. I would love to see him come to Toronto too, but I'm also worried that we are going to overpay him or not have enough cap space for Taylor Hall. So maybe he'll come, maybe he won't. I think if he comes, we should try and hope that Buffalo could retain his salary or maybe go for a goaltender because who knows Anderson's status as of right now and we should aim to have some more goaltending depth. Well I think we'll be perfectly fine if they do not trade a player because as of right now the Leafs are doing perfectly fine on their own and Sheldon Keefe even said in a recent interview that it is not his job to focus on the trade it is his job to focus on the team he has right now and build on their skill which he has been doing a great job of. Let me ask you a question. As a Leafs fan, would you be upset if Kyle Dubas does not make a trade at the trade deadline? Well, in my opinion, I wouldn't be too upset because the way the Leafs have been playing, they are looking great. But to add an extra depth, maybe in the defensive zone, wouldn't be a bad idea. 
I think we can all agree that this Leafs team is the best team we've ever seen. Like for me personally, this is the best team I've seen for as long as I can remember. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, comment, and share. You can find me on Instagram at Allie's Corner Podcast. DM me if there is something about the Leafs you want me to discuss. Everything will be linked in the show notes. Join me next time on Natalie's Corner Podcast. Thank you.